Hi there. Is this Dina? Yes, it is. Who's this? This is Araba. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm wondering where everybody I'm... else is. Yeah, I don't know. I just, that's what I was, um, uh, I was uh, asking on the WhatsApp group because I'm driving and I, that I would call in and um, I was wondering who was going to attend and I, you know, it may just be like I'm traveling because it's the Memorial Day weekend mm-hmm. that people are doing stuff. Um, I know Sean is out at traveling or doing something today too. So, but we can wait a couple minutes. I'm going to be arriving at my destination in five minutes, and then I'll settle in. But. If you'd like to pray and we can chat, or what would you like to do? Well, I will certainly pray in and wait a few minutes. Um, Probably would rather only have the call if people do show up, but um, I'm I'm glad to pray in. I'll do that for us now. Placing our hands on our heart, except for Arba, who needs to have hers on the wheel of the car. (laughs) We... um, are grateful and thankful that we have a program to develop ourselves, to be open to being guided by spirit in a deeper way, in a communicative way between our spirit and higher guidance and through ourselves to our clients and then back again in a most powerful, insightful way to touch the hearts of others with um, things that come flowing through us and then to have it flow back for a deeper sense of growth, um, another, another way to grow. And I'm very grateful that I've had the opportunity to experience this. We share the benefits with everyone. And so it is. Amen. And so it is. Thank you so much for praying. And I'll just post something on there. Um, about that I'm on the call if anybody wants to join. Okay, that'd be great. Thank you so much. Yeah, our timing, some stuff happened. I have an hour in between so I could navigate all that. And of course, life happens. Was there anything in particular that you have had come up for you? Well, um, my growth curve is quite high with the, um, I think, especially with the spiritual counseling. So, uh, but nothing that I'd want to necessarily just bring up separate as separate issues. I I think I was more interested in whether just to hear where the, where the general um, discussion was going to go and just jump on if something, if something kind of matched. Yeah, I've been just amazed really by the insights for both myself and clients and, and have, I just, I feel like it's, um, I don't know. I'm not sure. It just, it's another level. It's another level for learning, another tool for learning, for awakening. And I just, I think it's just so interesting that you can share that with someone else. 
I love that you're having that experience. Um, I, I know you had written in the WhatsApp group about, you know, when you have a lot of regular clients and how you sort of hold all of that and you also have your full-time job as well. Um, And so I never responded to that. I had been thinking of it, so I'm glad you're here. But what I really am enjoying hearing is your joy, you know, in doing this and in this process of growth and expansion uh, and the sharing the benefits as well. Uh, Because I felt like earlier this year, you weren't sure that you wanted to continue. Well, you know, as you know, I started about the same time as um, there was a group of us that started. I think it must have been 2017. I'm not quite sure what year we jumped on, maybe 2018. And and then I took a break when um, when Doug got sick. And it Mm -hmm. was just yeah, it was difficult to find my way back in. And Mm -hmm. uh, but I did during the um, our reboot thing that we did in December. I made a big yeah. rock, a big rocks commitment to finishing this off. I wasn't sure how yeah. I would do or what it would, you know, what the end result would be, but I at least made the commitment to finishing this 111 hours and all the, all the requirements. Yeah. So, and it was almost immediately after that, that clients started seeking me out. Perfect. And not just people, not just people in the ministry. So that was very interesting to me to have somebody refer somebody to me because they had had a conversation with me at Christmas time and wanted to pass and and not just this past Christmas, but the Christmas before that. And then to bring Mm. on. um, So um, and, and I just thought that was interesting that people just started showing up. You know, there wasn't any. kind of me going after I mean there uh, there was one instance where I reached out to someone who was in who was having a hard time but other than that Uh it was people that just a couple of them just literally found me I guess on the website or by referral so I thought that was really interesting yeah and then it's really busted out since I made my commitment my recommitment well I think there is that miraculous energy right when we put our little willingness um there with our intention and our desire you made that decision and there it is you know i i love that and i love that you're tying it to your new year reboot big oh, rock yes. mm-hmm. especially yeah. you know i had just seen you know the article we did together and i was seeing some of the comments about all the miracles that you had experienced that you shared from your own activation session before. And so I just, I'm really excited that we can see such immediate results, right? We can focus our minds on the truth that we'd like and the experience that we'd like to have and then we can watch it manifest with yeah no i mean you're exactly right and then the converse of that is that when we don't focus (laughs) or we allow some kind of unconscious thing to lead then that's also happening immediately so it's almost like maybe we've had an upgrade maybe but that (laughs) maybe that means we have to be a little more 
vigilance. So I'm I'm beginning I, to dive into there's many there's so many areas to be vigilant in. It, you know you can barely keep up with them all, but absolutely I agree with that. And and I do think it one of the things I recognize for me is that things that may not have bothered me before or I might not have even noticed it wasn't in my awareness. Now, like even subtly being off. I can really feel that I'm out of alignment quite easily. Uh, and which, that which is a, which is go a good thing, right? Because then you can, you can do what you need to do. <laughs> of course, correct. As Jennifer says, right. Uh, right. It's eventually yeah. you'll be driving the vehicle in a new way by just totally <laughs> course correcting in whatever moment it appears. I love that. I'm going to think of the the gorgeous um, vehicle that I'd like to drive. <laughs> no, I'll share this. I'll share this dream that my friend had with you that's similar to this. I'll wait till Phil gets on. Here she comes. Oh, yay. Yay, Phil came on. And I would love to hear that. I'm trying to think. Hi, Phil. Thanks for joining us. I'm so glad you did. No, actually, I sent you a text saying. Oh, did you? you? Okay, I didn't. I didn't see it. Let me see. Not uh, on the spiritual counselor. Are you still there? And I because. Oh um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you decided to check. Yeah. So I was just sharing. Arba was talking about how. um, Well, we were kind of talking about how. Sometimes if we put things in our in our big rocks or we make decisions and then we it's like a course correction, almost immediately things seem to happen, what we might call miracles. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, yeah, and, and if we if we let that other part of us that directs us, that part that's not so, you know, up into it, you know, up with it, then the then a similar thing is happening in a different direction. So she was talking about how she can feel it, you know, and then she feels out of alignment. And I was saying, oh, yeah, it's like driving a vehicle, like sort of like course correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I just I wanted to share this dream that my friend had. She is um, one of those people that dreams. What is that called when you're aware of your dreams? She's a lucid, lucid dreamer. And she'll share these really interesting dreams. So she had mm-hmm. she often dreams of driving a vehicle. But in this case, she had never been in a vehicle like this before. It had all kinds of the panels with buttons to push and things to do and she was just pushing everything just to see it's just like what is this and it was so different like instead of driving on a road in the car the car was creating the road and then and she would create it lopsided and she was like ah you know she just couldn't quite figure out what to do and then it they had opened she was with someone she didn't know who but they had opened the sunroof and the next thing she knew, she had they were driving into the water, and she knew they were going underwater. But she also knew that she was in a dream, so she's she's like, I don't, we don't need to panic. And then she also knew the sunroof was open. But it reminded me when Arbo and I were talking about kind of this new way of course correcting that that her dream was very actually very insightful because we are creating the road with our intentions and our absolutely yeah. Yep, uh, and, and, and that, that, that's a, a really good uh, uh, example because I was thinking, you know, yesterday I had this sort of thought that came up for me, you know, 
I felt that some energy. And then I got into the car. And I put my car uh, to, to drive. And, you know, the, my steering wheel seemed more like stuck, like almost tight. And I tried everything. I kept going back and forth. And it wouldn't. And till I had to, to stop. And I had to ask my husband to come out and see why it is stuck. It is not moving in any way. And he comes. And it is, whatever he does, it just starts moving. And it's no longer stuck. And I, you know, I'm sharing this only because I feel sometimes the energy that I never thought about it till yesterday. The energy that is going on is even transmitted to even yeah. to this uh, car. And then I'm, I was thinking, if, if it is uh, transmitted even to this car, how powerful that might be in transmitting to another human being. Yeah, that's an excellent point. What are we transmitting? That's and is it is it true self? Is it that love and light lighted true self, or is it one that's connected to what's going on in form that believes we are a part of this and our, and our fake identity in form? Absolutely, Absolutely. yeah. Sorry, Araba, I did um, did I interrupt you? And no, I arrived at my destination, so I muted myself, but okay. I just wanted to uh, chime in and say thank you, Dina. I, I got such a clear image as you were describing this dream of, um, of, of the roads being created as you go and sort of like a back to the future kind of like where you could be driving and then you could be flying and then you could be mm -hmm. doing all these things. Um, and it also brings to mind, there's a line in a song by Arrested Development Tennessee and talking about God. And it says, I know you're supposed to be my steering wheel and not just my spare tire. Mm, and so this, 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 Right. And so this whole car analogy, just I, I was thinking about that line, I think, yesterday. And I was like, oh, I wonder why that line's in my mind. So I love this analogy because I, it goes back to how powerful we truly are and mm -hmm. remembering that and holding that. And I already feel better. <laughs> I have been feeling stressed, like yeah, I, buying into maybe lack and limitation and sort of helplessness, but that's not the truth at all. I I liked what Dina said about the dream, you know, and that we create the road because the Isn't that car something? was creating the road, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that that really brought me to sometime, you know, we we actually it's like we have now in in this life we see this road that is concrete and with tar and all paved and everything, 
and you we drive on that road and we feel that is the only road that can get us to mm-hmm. from a uh, from a to b and mm-hmm. but then there might be even a shorter cut to get from a to b if we are open to those different perspective or different inspiration that comes to us but when we are so stuck in how oh this is the only road this is the road that will take me from a to b uh, we might end up taking a longer time than the <laughs> shorter road that or in her dream she ended up in the water <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> with her little escape route. But, and I, I think too, having come out of the, you know, recently out of the stop playing small retreat and having set my, not set my goal on being bigger, but just to stop playing small. And then this idea mm-hmm. of attaching it to the car, you know, and, and we creating the roads, the actual roads of the journey. Right. And then, but, you know, in her dream, she, it was new and she didn't know it was sort of an upgraded model. So she didn't really know. And there was no instructions and she was just trying everything right. and it was, you know, going awry. And I know when I came out of the stop playing small, um, you know, I was committed to the way I kind of the, the old way of thinking, I was just like, I'm forging forward. Let's go. Right. <laughs> well, uh, that didn't work real well. I'm just pushing and forging forward. No, it's something a little different. Um, And I'm, so I'm having to learn, you know, if you, if we stick with the car analogy, I'm having to learn how the buttons on the car work. Going forward doesn't mean plowing through old roads and density anymore. It means allowing the unfolding of something that you maybe never even, you know, was not, not in your, like if we say shortcut. So, um, Yeah, I, so I'm, um, but I, I kind of miss, we can still, we're still in sort of a sensitive place where we can kind of misread it. So I thought mm-hmm. when I, I was like, yes, I think I can sell my house and move forward. And then the mm-hmm. next thing I knew, my daughter was like, yes, I want to buy the house, but you'd have to be <laughs> out by the end of August so that we would, or, no, the end of, I'm sorry, is it, no, the end of July. So, because that's when their lease yeah. is up. And then I'm like, well, I was thinking more of a year from now, but let me see what I can do. And then it, it just, yeah, I was really in uncomfortable terror. It was just, oh, it was uncomfortable. It, and the, you know, my, uh, my partner who we're hoping to do like at some time in the future, sort of a homestead type thing with uh, like a grandchildren's place, that type of thing, country living or something. But when I was like, yes, this must mean it's manifesting fast. Let me go. I'll stop being small. Well, that's mm. not at all. I, you know, it, so the, the timing and then, and then, and then, um, Tom kind of, I loved what he said mm-hmm. about it. Cause we were just, he, I could see that he was, it was making him uncomfortable. And he said something that I thought was very cool regarding that. He said, um, let me see, I got to go back. Way back here. <laughs> Let's see. I thought it was very lovely. He said, you know, if you, if you decide to help sell your house when you feel it is, I want, I want you to sell your house when you feel it is right for you, not to help create a circumstance for us to live together. We will do that maybe very soon. Um, so it, it just, it hit me that I was just looking at it one way. Oh, this is like, 
synergistic or this means that mm-hmm. this is what this means, but it, it, it isn't at all what it meant. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. And that, that is so beautiful the way you put it, because I'm also, when, even when you said about shortcut, you know, and I thought for us, the shortcut is the spirit. Following the spirit is the shortcut. It but is. It, yes. It saves time and wrong choices and, Exactly. And, and, you know, the even the whole fact about uh, what I liked about uh, you wanting to sell the house, but doing it the way the spirit guides rather than, you know, say, oh, um, it has manifested. Right. But, exactly. That's it. I thought, oh, look how fast this manifested. But that was actually... It, it was more I've manifested from some other, you know, the old school mm-hmm. way or the exactly, exactly. low density way or something. Right. And we always feel, you know, uh, that every anything that is data driven and proven is the way. And is mm-hmm. that really the spirit's way? Is that do we even then stop to say? Spirit, is this what you want to do? Or what is it you want to do? Because I really, I'm only interested in co-creating it with you. Yeah, and and many of us are co-creating together now. So it's not just spirit and one person. It's communities or, and so there's a little bit more to take into, to be open to learn. The, the road is, if the road is laying out, we may not understand it and have to be we have to learn and help each other help each and maybe you drive in underwater and have to come back out <laughs> right right i mean um, um, i was just talking about we had a long we not we had a call i've been <laughs> i've been on a call since morning at nine thirty nine o'clock it started you know uh, and so i just finished and i just had lunch, and that's why I was debating, show up, don't show up. Uh, and when I saw your message, I'm like, no. Initially, I said, maybe not. I have, I'm totally Zoomed. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you know, when I saw your message, I said, oh, it, it just uh, resonated that I, I wanted to be here. Because earlier I said, you know, I'm so zoomed out and I'm not even, it's not even zoomed out, I'm zoomed. And I said, I am not getting another call. And then I see this message and I'm like, I could have not seen it. And I know that I'm late. Let me jump on to it. And, and then, of course, I'm like, I asked you, are you still there? Because I came and I'm looking for the Zoom link. And I'm like, oh, what is the Zoom link? And then, I, you know, uh, this is that willingness to, okay, I want to get onto this. And I could get onto this from that place of fear or right. from the place of, you know, um, um, like almost fixing Oh, she's alone, so let me get on to it, uh-huh. versus really feeling I want to get on to this. And then, you know, 
I listen and it says, just go to your email. And I said, okay. I went to the email and of course there is the Zoom link there. But and what was really clear to me, like when I rushed to or from, I come from that different place to get into this, how difficult it become because I'm not listening. Yeah. Yes. What good. a great example. Thank you. Very good um, kind of, um, I don't know, mantra almost because it's very subtle. Very, very, very subtle and easy to miss. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that goes back to what you were saying earlier, Dina, about like sort of this this level that you're at now, we're at now, where it can be so subtle. I mean, what we're noticing and where there's still opportunity for changing our minds and making a different decision and you know, Phil, um, I've been driving, and so usually I would post a Zoom link in the WhatsApp, right? So mm -hmm. I, I really love that, but I've been in the car all day. So I really love that you used this example and that you just made that decision, like, it's not going to, it's not going to be hard. I don't need to go rescue. I just want to be there. And then things opened up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And before I forget, oh, I'm sorry. It's, no, you go sorry ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, no. With go the ahead. phone, I can't get the cues. Sorry. Um, before I forget, I wanted to mention to you that I'm doing some sound healing work, and in there's the bio field, um, bio tuning field. And so when you were talking about energy also being transmitted to, you know, the physical car, the, the, the realm of um, the physical and the invisible, uh, that just reminded me of this whole field that I'm learning about, basically an electromagnetic field that basically surrounds our bodies and is connected to the earth and to the sun and um and in different areas of that, there's different, there's ancestral stuff, there's the collective stuff. And then as you come closer into your body, there's like areas where you can get stuck. And there's, it's just really fascinating. So it reminded me of that, that, you know, this energy that we do have um, energy around us and as part of our own field. And that's, we are that powerful that it can affect the things all around us. Yeah, so maybe sometimes, like Phil was mentioning in, in her, just simply trying to find a link and make a decision about Zoom, we need to slow down, check in, listen, and push the buttons carefully or something like that, but not just push. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that little pausing in between is like 
shifting that energy, you know, because I can, I could get into this call feeling like, oh, where is, where is the link? And I'm, I can't find it. What happened? Why? And then you, you get into the story. Oh, why it is not there? What? Why this one? And almost you get into that without even knowing that you're right. doing it. Exactly. You get into that place of like you know why somebody didn't send it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's it's not you. I mean that pattern is so present that oh, yeah. or it's become like your. First nature, whatever you call, I'm not even calling it second nature. It's become like taking the primary role, and that, and this this has been for me these days. You know, I've been noticing how often am I in this place, and it is such a great place to be at and be able to notice, even when I'm listening to somebody, and what am I? Uh, thinking and just be aware of it. It's mm -hmm. really wonderful. Yes, I agree. I, I had that. Um, I don't know if it was this morning, maybe it when um, my son's baby was born yesterday by C-section about five <gasps> o'clock. Yeah. Emmett, Emmett made his way in. Um, and, and he had to be in NICU a little for some breathing, you know, on the lungs. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and, and I could tell how upset my son was. And, and this was actually my experience with him when he was born, he was born quickly and had fluid in his lungs. The ambulance had to take him up to the uh, hospital, the big hospital at that time. Cause I, we didn't have a competent hospitals apparently back in that time. He's 32 so, um, so he was kind of experiencing a version of that. The C-section also, it, it is, it's, it's considered like a fast birth, I guess, and they don't get that squeezing they need from the, from the labor. Um, but I could just feel all his pain and, you know, all the stuff he was going through. But, and then somewhere in the back of all that, I saw this thought float through when I have an older son who's quite a bit older than Corey. He's in his, he's 40 now and he has three kids. Um, they're like, seven five and four no seven five and three and with each birth it was I was not included nor was my mother nor was my you know just, they were very just they lived in North Carolina which is a little bit at a distance and they were just private she was private mm -hmm. now this is as compared to when my daughter was born the youngest of four that child was present at her birth along with her other three siblings so this is my mother was waiting outside to come in and you know this we were just a very sharing open and I saw this thought go through comparing and contrasting and making her wrong that she did that and here I'm having a little bit different experience so the hospitals aren't letting anybody in other than the parents I saw it weave its way under all this stuff and come through and, it, and I let it go the first time and then I went back and it kind of came through again and I stopped and I looked at it. It was just a thread and I thought, you know, that's not a nice thought and that's not what I want to think. And that's, um, I'm making her, her wrong, the other daughter-in-law wrong for a decision that has, it's her decision, it's her family's decision. It has nothing to do with me and, you know, that's. I don't have to think that that's not what I want to be thinking. 
that's not loving that's judgmental that's not where i'm at so i totally agree with you and it threaded through like the tiniest of skinniest of snakes just (laughs) almost like oh she won't see me and you know Mm -hmm. we always get through (laughs) right there's a little bit of an ability now to catch that stuff and and that's what when arba and i first got on this call that was really what we were talking about initially was my gratitude for account the counseling experience because sitting with clients and listening that intently intensely and watching their version of the ego thought system and they all have so far everybody i've ever worked with has parts of ego thought system and then they have parts of spirit thought system for lack of me knowing any better terminology and a lot of times when they're having issues they're deep in the ego thought system but they're still they still have the ability to jump over here and catch some of the others mm-hmm. and that and a lot of times that's part of what my counseling is i'm picking that stuff up i'm i'm placing one in one bubble and the other thoughts in the other and then we begin to talk about which are which and then we begin to look sometimes we've i've done all sorts of things with jennifer's tools from looking at the benefits and the consequences of both to looking at um trying to hone in on where shame might be and to do forgiveness letters and get into that and bring that up in discussion and what was so exciting last night i have a local client that we sit actually in person um He's very trying so hard to be spiritually enlightened, though it's not his background, never read The Course of Miracles, doesn't really follow, you know, he's, he's, he's very, very intelligent, but he is a country boy who wasn't exposed to much, you know, of like maybe, um, what would you call that, liberal? I don't know what the word is, you know, for the spiritual stuff, but in his nature is this sort of drive for authenticity and for understanding who he is and all that so last night i think we've been working together about four months last night i saw him pick one up himself and he just stopped kind of put his his pin down and he looked at me and he says you know this might give me a foothold i said it might give you more than that it might give you a springboard And he said, I'm going to have to sit with this and really let it come on. I don't know what he does with it from here. And you certainly can't make them see something. But he he saw the thread. And it's a big one. And he caught it. And he's looking at it. And he's taking, he's realizing his responsibility. And I thought that I just, I was really excited for him. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's so big when we connect to what is, because we have been it has been all along, and yet we were not able to see it. No, and it drives yeah. you, you know, especially when they're from childhood, which his was. Yeah. It you could just see how it had driven him to be like incredibly overly beyond anything responsible and Mm -hmm. um and then what the effects that had on his self-care and self-love and other people around him and his choices in life so now that he's caught the first one it's possible that he's you know he's going to work on that second one so i i don't know like i don't i like to push people a little bit but you know 
you have to give them time too to I guess let it what swallow the pill and let it work or something like that <laughs> I've heard Muji say that I didn't make that up Muji has said that about keeping the pill in your mouth versus swallowing the pill and then letting it you know do its thing <laughs> okay <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think that spirit and the clients, like, you know, higher Holy Spirit self is also partner with yours. So, Oh, yes, I agree. I think think so, too. There's almost like a super um, brighter flashlight or light to be able to see a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah. The same thing that came up for me, too, when you said that, you know. It's like you are, or your spirit allowed him to be with his spirit. No, and that you trusted in a way for him and the spirit to know where to go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's just it's just beautiful to see those moments when a client will just like it's like something drops and they're like. You can, you just can see it, you know, whether it stays remains to be seen, Mm -hmm. but that's, that's a great moment. Yeah. It is, it is. And and I think that's, that's the part that, you know, makes me excited when you you just see it happening, you know, and you're like, oh, oh, yay, I'm excited for you. And I'm excited for me because like you were saying, Dina, when you can begin to see it in somebody else and then they have that realization, it's so much easier than for you to look yes. in your own life and notice when yes. you're doing it and, and stop, take, you know, take that pause and allow spirit in. So, so yeah, that's what, you know, Jennifer yeah. always says is this counseling program, even if you never want to be a counselor, that this is, the fast route to spiritual growth and expansion. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And uh, um, and it's it's hard those those to sit <laughs> down and think I have no idea what I'm doing kind of thought. And then we're kind of given that you know who do I think I am? What? And we're given that mm-hmm. um, that sort of those that directive that well it doesn't have to be you. This is this is about mm-hmm. handing over, connecting to spirit, and allowing that. So that gives that has given me the confidence to sit down and like, you know, oh, I don't have to worry about it. I'll just let, you know, we'll let it come through. Although there, there has still been the, you know, that's lessening that ego thing. Like, see what you just said, you know, that's, it still can be there, but, um, but the overall experience for me has been exactly what you said, or exactly what Jennifer was saying. It does feel like the fast road. Um, it's not without time commitment. It's not without, um, you know, it takes away from your ability to be in your own meeting where somebody's helping you or you're, you know, you're reading books or going through things. It, but it, you're in the, and this is what hit me recently. I, I felt like I finally understood what working at the level of the mind really truly meant. You are stepping mm-hmm. into the level of the mind with your clients. Mm-hmm. And they're meeting you there in, in the vis- invisible, if you will, or, or whatever you want your term mm-hmm. to be. And you're, you know, 
you're just up here somewhere something like even though you're looking straight at them and they're looking at you or or whatever it is that we do we're we're together someplace in the level of a, it's it's a joined place mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and one of the other place that for me is very important is like you know i feel sometimes oh this was a great experience with this client and i want to i want to recreate it mm-hmm. and so because it has been really good you know how can you know somebody else have this similar thing and i noticed that i can easily slide into a get attached to the experience mm. and wanting to create recreate it for somebody else versus mm. letting the spirit created this the way the spirit wants it to be so we're back to the driving the car analogy right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah the rose will lay out as spirit says the exactly. rose will lay out you um yeah and we're experimenting we're pushing the buttons and this is okay i'm not going to do that again or yeah i like when i do this and i sit back and allow it to flow and travel But that's good. That Phil, that's actually a really important thing that you just said. Um we don't have to come up with a um formula. Yep. Oh wow, this is this before is really... Go ahead, Phil. No, I would just think this is really deep. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten deep, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> I love that because these are the kinds of conversations that will benefit the whole community and then we also can listen to it and I'm sure hear other things too because when you went back to the car just that line kept coming to me so spirit is the steering wheel you know yes. we can be in the yes. car and all the buttons and the gadgets steering wheel you know is where we're actually going to go and how and Phil's example with just being stuck when you're trying to just do it yourself you know mm-hmm. yep so. Dina before i forget to your question about when you have a lot of clients you know sort of how do you do your own self care and one of the things that i have found to be really helpful is to have you know the swap have a counseling session for myself around a, a counseling session i did so whether it's a client brought you know something up for me or i found it challenging or you know so i sort of am doing like a debrief counseling session and i have found that to be really helpful to process a lot of things so, so what how do, how do you that. initiate that um so did did you have somebody that was your sort of your go-to person that knew that was your strategy so i had um a counselor that i swapped with every week and so it just happened that sometimes when i would come what my you know issue and my intention was is to to process 
the, all the stuff that's come up from the sessions, and then I would have that opportunity to really do that and look at that with someone else. And that really helped me. Like if you have seven sessions in a week, and I'm sure other people have a lot more, but to me, that was a lot. And there was just so much going on that it was just really helpful to get even more insight from the experiences that I have and look at common threads and look at even how I'm looking at myself and what I'm doing or how the client reacts to me. Because uh, for the first time I had a, a new client and she was just like, okay, I'm immediately triggered because you're talking really slowly. And, um, and I was like, wow, <laughs> okay. So she told, she told you you were talking slowly? Too slowly, yeah. She like Ugh. she was like I don't know if this is just you or if you're kind of being ritualistic or and so I thought it was so interesting. But back to the point which was I have found it helpful to have my own counseling sessions around what's come up as I have counseled clients. Well, that's and that's very good advice. I, and I did that uh, when I was had like three weeks when I started getting more and more and more counsel counseling sessions, and I found myself exhausted and I didn't like the feeling. And 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 it was an exhaustion that made me want to do things like sit in front of the TV and vegetate and overeat. <laughs> so, and that you know I don't mind being like exhausted and happy like that kind of thing, but that felt like too much like self sabotage to me. So um, I did have, I reached out to a counselor. And so our session was on how to bring more energy into my sessions, which actually mm. triggered me because, and, and, and she wasn't the first one to make this, um, this observation. It's not, it wasn't just her, but you know, that when we counsel from spirit, we are exhilarated mm. when we counsel from ego we are exhausted so of course that triggered me mm. and I tried to I was just like okay I'll keep my eyes open and I'll <laughs> and I'll see if that could be so am I am I exhausted because I'm essentially working two jobs or mm -hmm. am I exhausted because I am in with living too much from ego and it doesn't mm -hmm. matter if I'm doing that Maybe I'm counseling through spirit, but living through ego too. And it could be any combination of anything. Mm -hmm. um, if that premise is correct, that you're more, that you should come away from a session that's been spirit guided with more energy. So um, now I do come away from sessions, you know, just exhilarated and happy for the person and celebrating the, you know, the, um, the insights and happy for my own um, sense of having maybe, um, flow, you know, the flowing, but, uh, but I do physically get tired. I also get tired from my day job. Mm -hmm. I also get tired when I go on vacation. I also get tired when I have mm -hmm. people over. I also get tired when I, after I do housework or yard work. So I don't know if this is just mm -hmm. me so I'm, I'm looking, no. but I will, um, I'm, I think that's a great suggestion, Arba, and I'll, I'll be on the lookout for th things that might come up. And then, um, and I think I have a session, you know, we, as, as counselors, we get three counseling sessions with Jennifer. 
Correct. I signed up. Finally, I signed up for one sometime in early June. So maybe I'll pick this up with her and see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See where that we would go. Be really um, or anything else that's triggering. Um, yeah. 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 That's I also no, notice whether the physical, physical versus, um, you know, energetic tiredness. Uh, like mm-hmm. that's one difference for me. Is like generally, you know, after even the coaching session. Most of the time, I do feel quite energized, like almost ready for my next one. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. occasionally, I might not feel that energy, but it, it could contribute to other stuff, whether I had enough sleep that previous night, or it could mm-hmm. be something that I ate, or whatever. Or it could be just that I do feel, oh man, we were not, we were stuck and getting nowhere. Mm-hmm. That that could be. And, you know, when I lived in Africa and I was doing all my coaching work in America, it would be very late in the night for me, sometime like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Even at that point of time, and I would be sometimes quite uh, awake and more energy, but I still made it a habit to go for a walk because we were in a gated community and it was beautiful nature. And I, even at that time in the night, I would go for a walk. And uh, like uh, the watchman would say, Ma'am, you have not gone to sleep yet? <laughs> and I was like, no, I really would feel the need to be out in the nature, be just smelling the ocean or just watching the stars because the sky used to be so blue and you could see all the stars, you know. And I used to just have so much en- energy. But no matter how the session went, I I was really pulled out to be out at that point of mm-hmm. the night. And are you, um, do you know, Phil, are you an extrovert or an introvert? I'm borderline. Borderline. I don't think yeah. you can be borderline. I think you can be low one or the other. No, no, I'm actually, at the, because I used to, uh, I'm certified with um Mars MB, MBTI, yeah. you know. What's your MBTI. what's your number, and are you on E or I? <laughs> it, it's right in the middle where the number is. Uh, I don't have it right now in front of me. Like you know, you could go this way or this way. Right, right. Did yeah. you go? Did you go toward E or toward I? Um, it, it depended. There are times that I was more E, and there are times that I'm. Uh, and or there are times I want to choose I. Oh, okay. I th- I'm not really familiar with that type of testing. We do the next one, which is Kiersey, which kind of is built off Myers-Briggs. But uh, for mm. me, so I had the, that same scale. I, I go toward E, but I'm very low. I'm a three. Mm. So, mm-hmm. um, so I think I'm, and what I understand about E and I, so extroverts are, we recharge by being, 
around people. Mm-hmm. Introverts yeah. recharge by being alone with their ideas. So, you know, I, since right. I'm a low E, I'm wondering if that means that I have to do a little bit of both or when I reach full capacity, then I have to, you know, I, I do like a certain amount of it, but, you know, maybe it's recharge time is me alone in my head. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just looking through different, but, I even, I even examined my diet. I had somebody look at my diet Oh yeah. and they told me to eat more that I wasn't eating enough carbohydrates. So I increased well, my carbohydrates. Yeah, because the one thing well, you can call No, no. I was just going to say that there are so many things that you've brought up. And um, there's a bunch of food intolerance things that people eat food all the time that they actually have food intolerance to. And so it creates these, like fatigue, these like mm-hmm. just really generalized symptoms, kind of like a mental fogginess, kind of like a, just like an ick feeling. So that's what that reminded me of. And I'm going through that now. I'm doing some changes in my, um, in my diet, but I've had this testing called MRT where it goes through a whole list of things. And then there's a, a food like reentry program so you can test things but what I also wanted to say beyond the introvert extrovert is just you know there's this thing about how sensitive you are I believe I believe this for me mm-hmm. and so there's there's a level of picking up other people's stuff and I find that that is also a piece that contributes to my own fatigue and Mm -hmm. I have to be really diligent about and I won't say protecting myself because that if you're putting up a wall then you can't be open right right right. but it's this idea of really doing that self-care to to let release everything that is not mine and release all those judgments and those thoughts that are also weighing me down and wearying me. So I do think it's just a combination of stuff. That, that actually feels more like what it is than anything else. Like it, that resonates because I do, I am, I, I am a person that picks up other people's things. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jennifer always, because I've asked her about that, you know, and, and I, that was one of the first questions I ever asked her when I first met her about other people's energies, mm-hmm. what take bringing you down or weighing on you. And she said, um, only if you believe it is so. Mm-hmm. So that could be a belief system that I have um, mm-hmm. that I, you know, that it, it has to stick and I have to l- release it and it's hard and, you know, maybe there's something yeah. But, you know, that that's that. And she talked a little bit in the last teaching call about being empathetic, I guess it is, where we can get too, too much in it. And she mentioned something about compassion versus – so I need to follow up a little bit with her on that. But um, She uses yeah. this term, dysfunctional compassion. I didn't hear it, the other one, but I know that that's a term we talked about, empathy – and or dysfunctional yeah, yeah dysfunctional compassion i think is the term she used. yeah so that'll be interesting when i have my session with her to just work through that a little bit and see yeah yeah but yeah i do agree and i, I do 
feel the way uh, I think Araba and you also brought it, Dina, that, you know, some energies, we automatically take them with not, not that we want it. And, you know, they talk about this empath. And, you know, I'm, I'm also wondering, is it the empath so it's a clear cut or is it that we have we become empath to certain energies and that we just take that on because yeah. maybe we have similar exactly yeah and exactly. it's actually exactly. trying to trigger us maybe so that we can release it i don't know these are all good questions right right because they, yeah. I was, the other level i was going to was you know I was just uh, noticing for myself, uh, you know, when I run the leadership program, and if uh, one of them is also delivering content on uh, Myers-Briggs, you know, I, I can uh, definitely at the end of the session, and if there are days that, you know, first day, second day, I am, after the session, the first day, generally I want to be more on my own and just process my day. And at the end of the second day or in the end of the three days program, I feel like so energized that I want to be with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So this uh, terms about, you know, being an empath and their different types and everything. I haven't fully explored that, but I really like the term highly sensitive people because that seems to resonate with me. Like there is a vibrational energy and that you're connecting with that per se. And and maybe I, we don't have very much time. I can't fully explain it. Maybe that's for another time. But that feels that feels true for me. Just having the experience in my own body of being so sensitive to everything. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, it's let's 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 talk about that next time. That'll be a great subject. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's do that. Thank you, are, are you, are you Sorry, uh, but are you always no, in the community call? Um, are you talking to I, me? Who are you talking to? Talking to both. I, I have to make a, if it's Saturday, I really struggle because I turn my, I turn everything off Saturday. Like, I mean, I'm sorry, Friday evening till monday morning i try not to look at my phone i have right like right now i have two computers and i switch back and forth my day is working on my work laptop at five o'clock i may switch the laptops and go to the you know so um i just want to be no you know i don't want to be on a laptop on the weekend so but if it's a time like now um i mean technically i'm on lunch break from my you know from my job so i can jump over so if you have them not so, on Saturday and Sunday, I can jump on typically. Yes, this is why I moved it to, I, I, I had that feeling because nobody was coming on Saturday. So that's why this is the first Friday that we're trying like this. And um, yes, 
So I do try to come to all the community meeting calls uh, unless, you know, I have a conflict. But, yeah, thank you, ladies. I just want to say thank you so much for coming here today because this was an, a new test, you know, to see if more people would be available and would like to gather. So. It's, it's, it's good for me um, unless there's some meeting or something I've scheduled before. But um, And I thought it was a great conversation. It was very helpful. Thank you. Thank you, Phil, for following the guidance to come here. That was great. Thank you. Thank you for sending the message saying that I'm I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> so would you pray us out, maybe? Sure. No problem. Thank you. Alrighty. I'm so grateful. Grateful for this coming together. Grateful for the spirit guided each one of us to be here to share our light share the love that we are and I love the spirit to flow through us in us and as us freely and completely I'm so grateful that we were able to share from our heart without trying to uh, hold it back but just put it out and bring everything to the light I'm so grateful for Dina and grateful for our about to being here and I'm so grateful great grateful for Emmett to come to this earth to be the light in our life and he's so grateful to celebrate him we're grateful to celebrate his parents I'm grateful for the angels who are holding him all this time and bring delivering him safely to this earth I'm so grateful for our community, grateful to Jennifer, and grateful for the blessing that each one of us are to ourselves, to each other, and to our client. And we're grateful for all our clients for being open and vulnerable to grow and bring their light to full, full fruition and be the blessing to themselves and to everyone and we share this consciousness and this blessing and this love and light with everyone because we are one with them in gratitude we let it be and so it is amen amen thank you phil for, amen. for amen. helping me celebrate emmett oh, yeah. absolutely gorgeous prayer hey. gorgeous prayer Oh, thank you, Arba. I mean, this is my, uh, this nine o'clock this morning. And Christian sent me, uh, last night she sent me a text and says, Phil, can you cover up for me? And I'm like, sure, Arba. Cover up? Uh, <laughs> That's I mean, funny. Uh, cover for her. For, oh, cover, right? <laughs> yeah, cover for her, the, for the prayer because she was unable to make it. Yeah. Um, your hair is purple, Dina. They look no. <laughs> my hair is not purple. My hair is brown. I don't know why. <laughs> it's always been this. When I bought this computer, brand new, it had me as purple. So I, you, I love that. Is my favorite color. It is know. not purple. <laughs> you frame your well, headphones. Everything looks. Purple. It's not. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Must be something on the computer that I don't know about how to. It's like the... a violet flame covers 
Comedy yes, I know. I don't know if I just accidentally bought a violet flame computer or something. <laughs> well, thank oh, you so yeah. much, Phil. I got to run thank and get you. back to work. Thank you. Yep. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.